viewpoint and opinion shared on Jerry Unfiltered is a culmination of over 20 years of personal experiential knowledge and research into the unification of science and consciousness known as quantum morphogenetic physics, which is a paradigm shifting disruptive science not taught in the mainstream public educational systems. The intention of Jerry Unfiltered is simple, to awaken, to be aware, and to be able to reclaim the original, perpetual life, celestial human potential. Welcome, everyone, to this special Jerry Unfiltered podcast episode. I am your host, Dr. Jer Rivera Dehenio, and I know it has been a long minute since my last season two ending episode, and quite honestly, I had no plans for coming back out of semi-retirement, but because so many of you asked for it, I felt I had to oblige all of my supporters as well as my non-supporters, and I felt it was time to share more disruptive, unfiltered information. However, before we begin, I would like to address some of There are, let's just put it this way, certain finite life podcasters out there that unfortunately do not do their due diligence, nor do they do their research about any of their latest topics and seemingly will interview any low IQ, low consciousness, high vibrational finite life sheep on their show just to, I guess, appease their followers. And you know who you are. And quite honestly, you're a disgrace for whoring yourself and your finite life disinformation show out there. So great job on doing that. And that's all I'm going to address (laughs) on that topic. Now, the topic of interest today has to do with real, authentic Base 12 information that was not shared with me from some whistleblower diehard, okay? The information that I'm about to share comes from direct discernment, direct cognition, or, in other words, direct experiential knowledge 
after my death experience. And today's topic, I will discuss beyond the looking glass. Now, you may or may not know or have heard of what I am referring to when I say looking glass. However, there are many, many people out there that have offered their perspective, their information about this looking glass technology, ranging from very limited remote viewing to actual devices uh, that were created that can pierce into the future and past. And when I say pierce, that's exactly what these finite life technologies are doing. They are creating artificial rips in the unified scalar morphogenetic grids that will affect the space-time location of where that artificial rip occurred. Now, the base 12 eternal version of the looking glass technology is actually a being who has reclaimed the ability for organic transmutational insension, meaning that being can dematerialize and rematerialize in another space-time coordinate, either in the future or the past. While undoubtedly looking glass technology is an intriguing topic, this, along with other topics such as the secret space program, the pre-ancient findings in Antarctica, uh, Planet X, etc., etc., these are all designed to capture your attention and focus away from the reality of our current individual planetary, solar, and galactic situation. What, pray tell, am I referring to? Well, if you want to know the future, you better know and prepare your exit strategy off this prison planet because right now, the human race, well, just not right now, for eons, the human race has been prisoners on this finite life planet that is being run and operated by Illuminati human foot soldiers or guards that is controlled by the Illuminati elder race warden, okay? And I'm going to move into part one of this topic. And before I share that information, let's move beyond this looking glass technology and let's first start with something called lack of self-empowerment and the distorted image of self. Now, this has something to do with something that's always taken for granted, such as a natural condition on this planet that no one ever even thinks about or even stops to ponder or reflect upon. Now, imagine this for a moment. A child or even uh, an adult that had been a child who was spoon-fed lies and 
and distorted, hateful ideas toward another group. Say, Negroes, where negroidal children were taught from early childhood to not trust and quite honestly hate any white people, right? They are taught ideas about themselves in relation to a god or in relation to an atheist. But once you're in a baby body, an infant body, you have this personality level, right? This ego level of self that develops. And it is hugely dependent upon nurture. And for example, if you are nurtured with these false ideas and ideas of, let's say, finite life limitation, ideas that are vampiric, right? And you have come to realize those ideas as truths because they were taught to you by your parent or parents. You'll actually find that a child that was raised in this environment has a difficult time releasing those ideas, even if they're presented with new ones that are, let's say, base 12 eternal life, and that would make life more harmonious if they actually thought these things are real instead of the previous finite life ideas. But almost out of a mind-controlled fealty to a parent or nurturing figure to relate and change these ideas, even if they're restorative, is very hard. And it's very difficult for a child. And what happens most often are the sins of the parents, right? The mother or father are passed down from generation to generation because the child will accept the same distorted finite life beliefs as the parents and they'll pass it on to their children and their grandchildren, etc., etc. Are you with me? And when you look at a child that has been fed, spoon-fed, these finite life ideas and concepts about itself. And spoon-fed ideas such as death is a normal condition. Disease is a normal condition. Or God is a vengeful God and will, and will punish you for sinning, right? If you have a child that is taught those things, and taught that, let's say, this group of a race are a good people, and that group or that race are the bad people, and let's say these children are taught, it's okay to grow up to be a pedophile, or it's okay to murder or kill animals for sport. A child raised with those distorted ideas eventually becomes a digressed person with no sense of eternal life ethics by which to heal itself. And in fact, that person will often attack the very paradigms that if they were open to new 
eternal life ideas could actually help them heal their pain that those finite life ideas caused in the first place. So let's look first at the false images of self that humans have been raised upon since Atlantis. And you're probably wondering, Atlantis? We don't even remember or even think Atlantis existed. Are you with me? Second, we have been taught what to believe versus what we should directly experience, right? If we look at how sick and twisted and violent this planet has become, we can trace that distortion back to the seed ideas that people were raised with, right? That told them, hey, it's okay to rape children, right? So what I first want to share is this distorted image of self, the reflection of creation. We currently have in this modern evolution an entire set of finite life principles, dogmas that actually originated from Atlantis. And Atlantis is like some mysterious past that has disappeared and probably didn't exist in most people's minds, right? So we're not taught much about the fact that Atlantis or even Lemuria might have even existed because all of that is considered bullshit, okay? And we've been taught some very interesting things, both about science and religions, okay? First, we're taught that they're absolutely not compatible. Well, that's an utter lie. Uh, humans are taught that religions teach that there's a God of many labels and tells you this God or gods tell you what to do or else you will receive violent ramifications, okay? Humans are taught of jealous and angry gods that will punish you with floods and fires. But will also be taught that if you humans behave, you will be rewarded. Ergo, you will be gifted uh, six virgins uh, or you will go to the halls of Valhalla and drink yourself silly uh, with the uh, already past uh, Vikings. Are you with me? I mean, you have here this creation model okay so there is this creationism model that says there's an intelligent god somewhere out there and he tells you you must do this and if you're good once you die there might be life after death for you and you can actually meet that god because the closer that makes god popular you also have this thing called the devil or the Antichrist. And every terrible thing 
that could be ever imagined was attributed to this devil or antichrist, right? So, I mean, if you are posed with these choices, of course, 99.9% .9 of humanity would want to please their god or gods, right? And then if you only had a choice between God and the devil, that's where science comes in, right? When there was more than one choice between the two. Now, science has evolved in, let's just say, a very fascinating, finite life way. And it has evolved in a way where, first of all, if you go back to its core finite life base, science teaches that humans evolved from primates. And <laughs> check this out. Even if, let's say, we didn't evolve from primates, right? All of it evolved from the ocean. And all of that evolved from this Big Bang collision that just so happened to occur once, somewhere out there, that formed the singular cosmos. And therefore, existence is a result of chaos. I mean, wow. I mean, they teach, you know, that there is some ordered structure, you know, that the cosmos seems to have ordered itself, but science says no one created it, that creation evolved from atoms or elements colliding and forming new substances, which means it has no intrinsic purpose because creation was chaotic and was an accident and it was therefore not cre created by anybody on purpose for any particular reason i mean holy shit now if you're taught that which is evolutionism and you've evolved from that point of whatever little hydrogen hydrogen molecule you may or may not have once been and you've evolved to become bacteria and evolved to become Cro-Magnon and evolved to become what we are called now Homo sapiens sapien. What sense of individual purpose are you going to have if the cosmos has none? If there was no purpose for why the cosmos was created. Why have a purpose at all? Can anyone tell me? I mean, that would mean your life was a fucking free-for-all and has no purpose either. Modern science teaches that there is a high probability that there isn't anything after the physical body dies. I mean, can you imagine that? I cannot, because I didn't experience that. I experience life after the physical body dies. And science tells you once you die, you no longer exist, right? That consciousness is an aspect of the body or brain uh, consciousness is a product of the body-brain mechanisms. And therefore, when the body or brain expires, 
consciousness is kaput. You no longer exist, which means not only do you have an existence with no purpose, but you also have a very limited finite life span to enjoy that purposeless existence. Are you with me? So you have science on one side with its evolutionism. And you have the creationists on the other side with their numerous mass dogmas, as well as their conflicting, competing gods, right? You have all various different gods with different labels who have different agendas. To an eternal life being, that's a complete, utter lie and shit show of mass dogmas to be raised upon, is it not? Now, let's look at the damage that some of those dogmas alone have created here, okay? We have a constantly warring species that is allegedly the most intelligent species in the cosmos, right? That happens to also have cosmic amnesia because it doesn't remember a fucking thing and has no sense of self-purpose. This quote-unquote special species does not remember where it came from and it tries to fill its life with exterior conquests, right? Because on the inside, it is deeply, deeply lost, because if you have no purpose, why bother being, you know, involved with just trying to enjoy life or have meaning, right? Why bother if life doesn't mean anything anyway, right? Now, there's various types of, let's say, compensation mechanisms that have developed in the human psyche because of these very finite life distorted ideas that we may or may not have progressively been raised upon, right? Well, the mass dogmas haven't done shit except at least they give humanity a false hope, a false hope of something before and something after and something that will ease the misery of being in a cosmos with no purpose. So there are all the different conflicting ideas about what God is and what God is not. But one thing that all of them have in common is that they imprint in and on you, that you are insignificant by comparison. Are you with me? They tell you you are meant to worship a god or gods. You were meant to be controlled, to be a servant of an authoritarian god figure. And if you're lucky, they tell you, oh, God will love you if you do this. Or God will love you if you do that. These fucking lies are like being raised by a dominant authority figure that, say if you got straight A's, 
on your report card, oh, you would be worthy to be sodomized, okay? Uh, but if you failed, right, in school, you would get the shit kicked out of you uh, at least constantly, daily, for a month, or get kicked out of your house, right? So the development of the personality, which is quite honestly different than that part of your consciousness that we call spirit that comes in and exists before your physical body is even formed, but the personality portion of identity that develops here, once a spirit integrates itself into a new physical biological form that is precious because that personality, if it is allowed to evolve naturally with ideas that are in base 12 harmony with cosmic structure, it will naturally open and blend with its spirit. Are you with me? There won't be any separation between the understanding of itself as spirit and itself as a spirit focused in manifestation. And it will also have different genetic abilities because those doors between those two portions of consciousness, the doors to the DNA are now opened. However, we haven't had that privilege right, of that natural, organic, base 12 eternal evolution here. You know, not, not since, you know, the Atlantean shit show was buried in the archives of myth or legend, right? I mean, we've been raised in a manner that if everything changed, right, and then poof, all of a sudden, beings from an eternal life base 12 universe or matrix, right? Where everything was still base 12 and there was no death, no disease. Everyone could materialize at will. I mean, if these beings came down here and tried to bring us to a place like an eternal life base 12 matrix, uh, here's a news flash. Uh, we would be in quarantine, okay? Because we wouldn't even know what to do. We wouldn't know how to behave like an eternal being. We wouldn't know how to think with eternal life principles, how to feel, let alone how to breathe eternal life air, etc., etc. Are you with me? The self-healing, right? If we ever want to get to a place of that base 12 eternal vision, there must be a self-healing, right? That we must do within ourselves. That part of ourselves, of our race, right? Not just individually, but it's also an entire race that was raised on what we choose to believe are lies. If the truth was, that we were eternal life beings, that the celestial human form was indeed just that. All of the powers that we give to superheroes in, in the movies, right? Having the gene code of, of humans have that. I mean, they were celestial humans. That would mean 
death was not an organic experience. Let me break the news to you, everyone. The death of the physical body is not an organic experience, okay? And the question is, well, if you don't die, where do you go? And that's where incension comes in. That's what real incension is, right? Now, incension is the ability to manifest and demanifest the physical atomic matter form at will because you have reclaimed the DNA mastery of achieving the natural base 12 mechanics by which the cosmos operates, right? Imagine if you took a celestial human, right? And you wiped its memory, then you placed it back where it was. That celestial human wouldn't remember how it got there or who it was. And then the Illuminati powers that be tell you, you evolved from primates. You have no purpose. However, there is a God that will love you anyway if you do X, Y, and Z. Okay? And if not, you go to hell and the devil will consume your soul. I mean, listen, you're traumatized enough from the first part, which was, holy shit, I don't remember who I was before. Did something happen where I don't remember who I am? Or did I just never know who I was, right? That is what happened here, everyone. Are you with me? And how that happened on this prison planet is a very interesting story. It actually occurred by some thing or some finite life race creating unnatural finite distortions in the electromagnetic fields of the planet. And science only now is discovering that holy shit, the DNA is susceptible and can be damaged by a plethora of things, different types of radiation, including different types of G-wave or microwave or harmful solar radiation, right? Another of which is the electromagnetic spectra. Imagine if there is something that distorted the magnetic grids on this planet, it could wipe out portions of the memory, mutate the DNA, which would then alter the biological holding capacity for consciousness, which means the physical body that consciousness should be able to use as the focus of consciousness becomes mutated and distorted. Here's another newsflash for you. Humans are mutants, okay? And I'm not referring to the X-Men superhero mutants either, okay? A distorted biological being 
creates a distorted image of self. Once the consciousness does get part of itself in, right, inside the body, it can't turn around and look at the rest of itself and can't remember where it came from. So, humans are the offspring born of a fucking lie. Humans are the spawn that have been raised on the lies of our parents and previous cultures before us. And I'm not referring to your actual mother and father, okay? Since they too were bamboozled by this as well. The big victimization actually took place during the Atlantean period, which ended in 9558 BC. And there were many, many other things, right? And you know, sometimes the loss of memory can be good because there were many things that the history record show actually did occur before that that made Atlantis look small and the dramas that took place there, okay? Where we are right now, okay? Where we are in our current contemporary view of things. We have the scientific perspective, right? We have the religious dogma perspective. And we have this false New Age perspective that tries to put both of them together to some distorted degree, right? However, we don't have any physical evidence or physical verification, right, that Atlantis actually existed, do we? If it did, where the hell is it? So, Atlantis and Lemuria still remain in the realms of myth. Right, And there's nothing to go back on in the past. So humans become sheep and just say to themselves, oh, whatever is the common belief, we'll accept that, right? And if you're surrounded by a group of sheeple who are more dogmatic and religious than scientific, you adopt whatever that modern dogma is that surrounding you and the same thing goes for the scientific mind right but what if all of these things that we've been fed are lies or are only part of the truth for example with the religions that are on this prison planet today I have researched and discerned that there were originally 12 primary legions of the base 12 eternal information. It was called the original legion of source that later was divided and split into the re-legions. Are you with me? Now, there were 12 legions original legions of the base 12 information that each had a piece of the cosmic information to harness and hold and protect. Each one of those 12 created a legion of information and people were their protectors, their translators, and speakers of that. 
there were all, well, let's just say they were all speaking an element of the same thing. Are you with me? The same cosmic design, the same eternal life truths. So there were 12 original legions on this planet. Now, re-legions were the hijacking of the information of those 12 legions and using portions of them and distorting the other parts to turn them into, you guessed it, mass control dogmas. And by the way, source consciousness feel did not do that, okay? Some of those who got labeled as the divine angels did some of that. And controlling race lines here that originated from Atlantis, from what are called the Atlantean king lines, who, by the way, later became the Illuminati family lines, right? They used those original 12 legions, took parts of them, and then spun lies in and around them. Are you with me? So, I mean, that's why humans, you know, when they come across certain scriptures or certain spiritual books, they feel an energy encryption, you know, they have a feeling which is called an encryption, right? An encryption is an energetic signature behind the words. And people get bamboozled enough to get sucked in because they feel a resonant with that spiritual knowledge book, right? And you might resonate with certain of these spiritual or dogmatic books that you were taught because parts of them held the truth, but let's say 25% uh, truth, 75% lies, right? What is mixed with the truth are where the lies reside. And the lies were put there for a purpose. And that purpose is and was to create a distorted self-image of a race, right? Now, imagine first you wiped out its memory. So this race forgot who it was, you know, where it came from, you know, what power it actually has and forgot the fact that that race is an eternal race forgets the fact that everyone is actually an eternal being in a manifestation of a living source consciousness field. And then you give it a false idea of itself, right? Or, you know, for example, you know, you say you came into an incarnation with full memory, right? And you knew your name was, for example, Budaya. But your parents name you Frank, right? And <laughs> this is what happened to us. But we couldn't even remember our eternal life name, right? So we became Frank or whatever our name, our given name was, right? And whatever identity was given to us, right? So every time Frank or Sarah goes off to school, right? And the pedophile teacher says, You've been bad, Frank. Come over here so I can spank you while in reality he or she is penetrating your anus with their fingers or worse, their sexual parts, right? Guess what occurs? A new distorted part 
of Frank or Sarah comes into being. One that is subservient, untrusting, obedient, confused, angry, etc., etc. Right? If you have that child identity being subjected to abuse because they they're are abused, they were abused physically and sexually, what does that do to their self-image? There's physical, emotional, sexual abuse that we suffer all the time. And just because the fucked up societies around us are raised on physically, emotionally, and sexually abusing each other because they forgot the base 12 eternal life principles. The finite life Illuminati beings, they actually place hate before love, right? War before peace. Uh, vampiring energy before giving energy. Are you with me? And at this point, these finite life collective of beings have literally hijacked at least two-thirds of the living body, what we call Earth, right? Uh, however, the other one-third of Earth is still insentient capable, right? But, you know, it's interesting. The native tribes, the native indigenous Indians, Africans, Aborigines, and others, they understand that you can't lay claim to the cosmos because the cosmos is its own conscious identity, right? And the sheeple, the living dead and zombified societies around us, right, they're just walking around, uh, you know, just pretending life is good and that any information that involves anything out of the norm, say like aliens or extraterrestrials, they're just saying, oh, that is bullshit, right? And there's a lot of sheeple that look at life and go about their lives this way. Here's another newsflash for you. Wake the fuck up. Look at the state of the world. The forced vaccinations. I mean, come on, are you, are you kidding me? How many children are sex trafficked every day? The lies that come spouting out of the fake media reports. I mean, if this is normal, everyone... Let me be honest, I do not want to experience not normal, okay? And if this is hell on earth, I definitely do not want to be here and experience how worse this can get. And I can tell you, it is going to get worse. Now, I don't mean to sound hopeless, right? There's a lot of really good beings on this planet whose intentions are in the right place. But unfortunately, they too have been fed on the lies of their parents, the lies of the father and mother, the father Atlantis and the mother Lemuria. And they are the mother and father of this race or the most recent contemporary one, right? But... Here's truth for you. We are 
hybrid races. Okay, so there are many things we have been taught about ourselves that are just not true. And they've given us this false image of self. It's just as damaging, for example, you have a skinny white girl who's 12, right? And decides she's fat because she's been raised competing in beauty pageants all her young life and these finite life distorted pedophilia organizations tell her that in order for her to win the contest or contests or pageants she should look a certain way or be a certain size and eventually she finds herself not that and then she gets depressed a 12 year old girl gets depressed and anxiety ridden right now this young 12 year old girl creates a distorted image of herself to the point where she almost kills herself with let's say depression being on depression meds and let's say let's throw in an eating disorder are you with me i mean the reflection in the mirror is actually showing a perfectly normal young 12-year-old girl. However, this young girl sees someone not good enough to win beauty pageants at age 12. How fucked up is that? Can someone tell me? I mean, we have distorted images of self that affect our race but also affect us individually right all of the things that you gave a negative limiting sense of self right parents speaking to you in a certain way telling you negative things about yourself being critical or you know just being outright aggressive and abusive This is the end of Beyond the Looking Glass, part one. Stay tuned for part two of Beyond the Looking Glass.